0: Hey, Community Church, it's Jim and Becca, and we're excited to bring to you yet another podcast episode. And hey, but j- before jumping into the content today, I just want to say it's been a really fun week around here. You know, we've had child dedications. Uh, we had a team serving in the Bahamas. I had lunch with some of them today, and it was cool just to hear stories of helping people fix their roofs and houses out of that horrible hurricane that just devastated that area. And it's cool that we get to be a part of that story. And even too, even locally here, seeing this week, I got to go over and see construction being built in the Brunswick campus and just beginning to see what God's going to do in this place. It's really exciting.
1: It's so, it so is exciting. And it's really just neat to see God on the move. And, you know, during this encounter series, I've even just heard personal stories from people who've really been encountering God in their own lives. It's really been inspiring to me. I was even just with someone last week and they were able to really hear the voice of the Lord for themselves for the first time. And it's just amazing to watch God move in our hearts and our lives as we encounter him.
0: Yeah. Hey, let's jump into the conversation today as we're just talking about what that's going to look like as God encounters us. And we're excited to have David back, our senior pastor, as the first follow-up interview of this podcast so far. So, David, welcome to the podcast today.
2: Yeah, it feels so great to be in such high demand around here. I'll tell you
0: what. <laughs> hey, two times for you and for everybody that listened to for the first podcast, David, if you just put your phone on silent
2: now, that would be really <laughs> helpful for us. I did it, man. It's on silent. My computer's on silent. I've already opened up my water bottle. So hopefully <laughs> you won't hear any more quirky noises out of me.
0: <laughs> we are ready to go. Yeah. Cool. Hey, well, Rebecca, let's just jump into what uh what does this look like as we encounter God and, and- try to walk that story of our lives with him.
1: Of course. Yeah. So David, you know, I remember on Sunday, you took two different moments and you really had to sit in silence and really just listen to what the Lord had to say in response to a few questions that you shared during the sermon. And I love that you took that that time and that space and you encouraged us to really do that even outside of Sunday morning. Um, and so my first question kind of is a follow-up on that you know, how do we do this in our everyday lives? You know, practically, what does it look like for you personally as you set aside time for the Lord? And and what advice would you give to those that were, you know, spending that quiet time with Him? Like, oh, I want to do this all the time.
2: Yeah. So, well, number one, I'm I'm loving this series. I'm enjoying uh, getting into it. It seems like people are responding to uh, to the series really well and the content. But I, I really loved how we crafted this whole past Sunday morning. From just the worship to reading scripture before "Holy, Holy, Holy," to creating those quiet moments, I I just loved it. You don't think that was awesome? Yeah, yeah it was, it was great. And um, and I just even think about you know I was up on stage watching people have those moments of silence, especially when there was like no music even. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking, I wonder how many people have had a moment like this, with just absolute quiet. Yeah. And I've even thought about that for myself, which I'll do that some, and I'm with the Lord a lot, but even I like worship musical, and it's a part of how I encounter God.
1: Right. But I
2: thought, what a a powerful thing just to rest in this silence and and know that God's with us. Um,
0: Especially in today's world, you know, when there's technology, there's always something in the background happening, no matter where you are.
2: Totally, totally. So I think without solitude and silence at times, we can just have a lot of... Noise going on in their head, which for I sure. think makes it harder to really encounter God and hear His voice. So I yeah. loved that. I loved it at the end when Heath was just strumming right before we went into that last, um, you know, chorus of songs. So I really hope people treasured that and valued that. We got good feedback, and I think that's that was a taste of trying to help people encounter God. So as I keep going, I want to say this and make it really, really clear that uh, God has encountered for every single one of us. And he really wants people to experience him and encounter him and learn to hear him speak. And it's Mm -hmm. not just uh, for the staff at church, it's not just for the elite or the spiritual all stars. The Lord wants to speak to every one of us. Um, And his really conditions are just openness and hunger and desire to seek him. I think in Jeremiah 29, you know, we know where it says, I know the plans that I have for you. But after that, it says, Mm -hmm. You will find me. And, you know, when you seek me, You know, you'll find me. Yeah. Right. You know, when you seek me with all of your heart. And so he's like, Hey, come after me. And I I -hmm. love Proverbs where it says the it's the glory of God to conceal a matter, but the glory of kings to search them out. I love that. Which I've always thought, you know what? God's really telling us He does like the game of hide and seek. Yeah. And not in a foolish, like trivial way, like I'm trying to trick you, but he's like, Hey, I'm gonna kinda hide myself from you a little bit. But it's not because I don't want you to find me. It's because I actually want you to find me. Mm -hmm. But I want you to want to find me. Sure. And so as you will learn to seek after me, um, you're going to learn to encounter me and Mm -hmm. and find me because I want you to encounter me and experience me. But I'm just not going to give myself away trivially. Which oh, is such a, a picture yeah. of that. relationship. You know, it's not just the
0: one-sided, like, here you go. Yeah. Now you know. It really is, on both of us, a push and pull. Yeah.
1: Um, For sure. Well, and I think, you know, it's actually interesting. This week, my so my daughter... She um, likes to play hide and seek, but she's only three. So So her version of hiding-
2: She probably hides really well. Right, right? well, no, no, it's (laughs) even worse. She goes,
1: mommy, I'm going to hide behind this door. (laughs) And then she goes and hides. and It's like really wanted me to come find her. It's interesting because literally, I felt like the Lord told me that moment. He's just like, that's me. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to tell you where I want to go, but like, I just so desire you to come find me. Mm -hmm, And so I just love that that's even what you said, because I feel like I'm learning the same thing.
2: Yeah, that's so cool. So, you know, the Lord wants all of us to have an encounter. And then I kind of go back to my experiencing God days when I did that study by Henry Blackaby. And, you know, he just says, again, God does want to speak to us. And when God does speak to us, that really is an encounter.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: That's an experience of God. And when he does speak and encounter, he, he wants to reveal himself, his purposes, and his ways. So sometimes when we encounter God, he's just wanting to show something deeper about him. It's a yeah. moment where, man, I, I see love from God in a whole deeper way or mm-hmm. grace or forgiveness. It came alive to me or, or holiness. Like, oh, man, God is holy. Well, that's an encounter. When you discover more about God and it becomes real, well, hey, you encountered God. However it came, whether it's through you reading scripture, hearing it from somebody else, or hearing a testimony, and there's an aspect of God's character that like came alive to you in a revelation, mm-hmm. like, man, you had an encounter. Yeah, yeah. And I realize it, or He wants to show you His plans, His purposes, and so you are praying and seeking. And all of a sudden, you feel some direction, and it's not always a lightning bolt, but you have the sense of, "Hey, the Lord wants me to go this way," or "I am supposed to take this job," or "This is the person I am supposed to marry," or you know, whatever s- small thing I am going to go take this step, and so God leads you.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And believe it or not, you had an encounter.
0: Yeah, so yeah. true.
2: And then last is just His ways. I think when you see God's ways deeper. Like God keeps teaching me over and over and over again. Hey, David, when you're when you're humble, I'll give you grace. Mm-hmm. And I see that, and I lean into it. I'm like, Oh, I'm having an encounter with God. I'm r- realizing mm-hmm. humility or generosity is a real value in the kingdom of God, and it opens me up to God's blessing. Mm-hmm. And and I see that in a different way, and then begin to act on it. That's an encounter with God. So I'm just trying to give some parameters for what does it even mean to that's so good encounter or experience. And when you do, He's showing Himself. Which I love. I mean, there's nothing like better than just knowing Him, mm-hmm. um, His plans or purposes, and then His ways. So there's some guidelines. So now we want to get yeah. into what, just kind of practically, what that looks like yeah. in my yeah, like daily for life. You. Yeah. So cool, cool. Um, well, um, you know, I'll be honest. I'm, I'm not the most super, super disciplined person in the world. I've always spent time with God, um, but I realized a few years ago, you know what? I, I can be more disciplined there, and I. I made up my mind, and I think every person, if you're going to be consistent in having a time to come into God's presence and experience Him, it's not that hard. But you need a you need a time, mm-hmm. uh, you need a place, and you need a plan. Yeah, you know. And I was like, well. You know, if I'm going to meet with like really important people in my life, uh, we usually have to schedule it. Rebecca, yeah, Rebecca's got is us using this Google Mail, and uh, people even like send invites. <laughs> Google say, Calendar, though. Yeah yeah, 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 Google <laughs> Calendar, yeah, yeah. And um, and you you say yes or no, and you click that. And oh, hey, yeah, we we got an appointment now. We're going to yeah. show up there. Why? Because that's important. And so, you know what? I think most people want to spend time with God, but they don't ever plan it. Yeah. I'm like, well, mm-hmm. hey, y'all are awesome. Y'all are important. Y'all are part of our team. Mm-hmm. And when you know we're meeting, will. but God's more important than y'all are.
0: Right. Mm-hmm.
2: And I think you'd like to know, hey, when are you going to meet with me? And so my habit's been getting up the first thing in the morning, making my coffee. Yep. And then I got a time and I got a place and I go up to the bonus room. Used to be the couch. Yep. And then it was a chair and then back to the couch. And then my older boys and my daughter moved out and I got the bonus room, baby. So uh, <laughs> I got a chair and a desk up there and I go up there. And, um, and then I got a plan. Uh, I don't always do the same thing, but I have a couple devotional books some Mm -hmm. scripture that I'm reading through and then some prayer list. And when I sit down, I have my cup of coffee. I try to remember I'm not here to like finish a to-do list. I'm here to meet with God Yeah, and I'm here to get to know him. And so I'll even try to stop and reflect and pause. And then as I start reading my first devotional, just whatever begins to hit me, I really read it and reflect on it. And, um, and it may be a point in the devotional or maybe the scriptures. And then I just stop and read it again. And you know what I do? I turn it into a prayer. Mm-hmm. And I'll ask the Lord, I want that to be good. a reality in my life.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Or, hey, what are, you, what are you trying to tell me about that? Reveal something about that to me. And I just I just talk to God about it, just like he's right there and this is his word. And I know it is, and I believe he's communicating through that. And especially if he's highlighting a different portion of scripture or that devotion, I'm like, all right, that's what God wants me to pay attention Mm -hmm.
1: to. It's not that hard.
2: And then I begin to talk to him about it. Um, and then I had different prayer lists that i go through, you know, for my family, for Mm -hmm. church, for people that are friends. Um, but then I got a lot of different lists of just praying through different scriptures list. And that helps me because I know this is God's word and praying it back to him is powerful. Um, and so, I don't know if that's making it somewhat practical. Yeah, I, think, I I feel like I'd love to throw out all these prayer lists, sure. but it might just well I think it, it just you shows, to too,
0: how it, it can change, but it's about being intentional with that time. Mm-hmm. And I think something in my own journey, when I've been seeking out what this looks like for me, I think... in. Um, the church we oftentimes will talk about our quiet time with God. And we use that term quiet time. But to be honest, that was really limiting for me because I'm not really a quiet person. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, uh, you know, in our family, we kind of had a joke is like, we don't call it quiet time. We call it Jesus fun explosion time, (laughs) you know, and it's like, it's totally, it's totally in a semantic, just changing the language. But it really was this freeing thing for us to be like, this doesn't have to be me sitting in a chair, humming or, you know, we're like just not even engaging. Like it could right. look different because God knows how he created us, which speaks to our uniqueness and it's going to fit how we operate. And, you know, and even too, it can change based on our seasons. And that's something Rebecca, I loved when we were talking about your small yep. seasons of life can change what this time looks like for us. I'd love it just for you to jump in and speak a little bit of what that was for you.
1: Yes. I think, you know, um, I'm a young mom, so I have young kids. And, you know, I, I, interesting you talk about the quiet time. For me, I was, I'm was, i kind of a planner. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. getting everyone to use Google Calendar, yes. so that shouldn't be yes. that surprising. Um, and so for me, I had this scheduled space, like, for a long time. But what actually happened for me is it became a checklist. Mm-hmm. This was, like, a few years back, um, and I just realized I was actually – forgetting what you said about the idea of making it about I'm here to meet with God. Mm-hmm. And so for me I actually had to stop with the schedule in the same way that I had done because I was in this routine and it it in a lot of ways it brought so much freedom in my story. I mean, I still had this intentional space with him, but it wasn't it didn't have to look this particular boxed way, it just really helped me understand, like, I can meet with God wherever I go as well, not just in this quiet space. So anyway, in Seasons of Life, I think it's so important as we talk about this, you know, I'm a young mom and it's really hard sometimes to have that space. Cause I'm up all night with Rayma or totally. I'm like, when they getting, wake up, they're
0: ready to go. They're ready to go.
1: <laughs> I mean, there's the quiet is not an you don't option wake up yes. or, you know, you don't get to bed super late because of different work requirements. Working, working mom, there's a lot of things there. And actually, um, there's a, a, a friend of mine who even shared at the inspire conference. And she was talking all about, um, how some of the best moments that she's met with God is actually in the middle of the night when she was feeding her child and she had this incredible just time and time again that became this powerful moment of meeting with God in the dark where she literally could do nothing else and that's actually how she, the ministry came out of that moment, those moments for her. Wow. So for her it looks like that in that season and now she's got um, elementary school kids and so she gets some time during the day in a way that she didn't have before and, and in, in the same thing in my life, like right now I, I can do some mornings and sometimes it has to be night times, or sometimes it's, we're in the car with Rayma and we're going and doing this thing and we're worshiping to music and we're talking to God together. And I think thinking about it, even from seasons of life shifting and changing and, and creating that space for it to look like um, what it needs to look like is so good. But I love that what you said though, I think can apply the idea of being intentional And the whole having a schedule, having a meeting place, and then having that intentional time set aside is such a big deal.
2: Yeah, I think I love the spontaneous moments with God. I think as I learned to at least have a plan on how I was going to interact with God. Mm -hmm. Totally. um, Because if I show up to have time with God and I have no plan on what I'm going to do, it's not going to last very long. But I think as we get some reps doing that and Mm -hmm. get used to spending time with God, it makes the spontaneous moments even better. But I totally believe in breaking up ruts and I totally believe that there's seasons, and probably what it looked like when I spent time with God when I was 20 years old and first a believer, and now how it looks mm-hmm. as a 50-year-old as a who's gotten a lot of life experience and just, uh, you know, it, it is different. And I think that's great, and it could and should. And if someone did the same exact thing for 40 years, well, God bless them. That's great. If right. they, as long as it wasn't a checklist routine thing, yeah. but it really was an authentic desire to meet with God. But yeah. And by the way, I have a ton of grace for uh, moms of babies and preschoolers yes. and families because <laughs> yeah, hard. there's nothing that interrupts your life and you have a child and you love it and you wake up like a year later and said, "What? What? where have I been? It was yeah. like The Walking Dead. <laughs> but I was going to say before you said that, I remember those times, and for Amber, it was harder. But for her in the middle of the night to rock one of our children mm-hmm. in the dark and just to talk to God or just say, God, I'm even too tired to talk to you. But as I rock my child, I recognize your presence. And I mean, just the beauty yeah. and oh, the sweetness so of a moment mm-hmm. like that um, and knowing that God's grace is there and yeah. he's with you and sustaining you. And that's all you can do is say, Lord, I'm I'm leading my head on you like my child's yep.
1: yeah. on
2: me because I'm, I'm just too tired to think or say anything else. And I was like, yeah. God's like, I get it. Just just come and rest there.
0: Yeah, that's good. And I think that just shows he knows us. He knows the season of life we're in. And so um, he's going to speak to us where we're at. Mm -hmm. And I think that was big to know just it's okay. And there's grace. I think that's a great word. Hey, I want to kind of close with this thought just on this idea of encounters. So God speaks to us. Like even how we talked about on Sunday, you had time for that. But what do we do with it? Does it end after hearing the response or is there actually action required Mm -hmm. from it?
2: Yeah, well, I think your next step is pretty important because usually if God speaks to us, he wants to show us something about himself or his plan or purpose. And so I think when God speaks, we should say, so what? Yeah, Not like, so what? It doesn't matter. Not like, like, so what, God? (laughs) Like, so what am I gonna do about it? Yeah, Because if God were to be speaking to reveal something to us about himself or a plan or a step he wanted us to take, and we consistently ignored that then how long can i expect god to keep speaking to me mm. or mm-hmm. why would i expect him to say anything different except the same old thing cuz i right. haven't done the thing that, that he said yeah. so, good. so i think it's always saying hey why did you show this to me lord what do you want me to do about it is there an adjustment in my life i need to take is there a step you want me to take um you know sometimes i mean like i'll hear somebody and they're talking about relationships and how they mended a relationship, and, rec- and just in the middle of that, God showed me, you know what, you need to go back to that person and ask you to forgive them. Well, That was an encounter I had with God while I listened yeah. to them talk about reconciliation, and God's speaking to me about reconciliation, and I cherish that God spoke to me, but the reason he spoke to me is so I can do the same thing. And so there's times I've done that so and, and gone to ask that person to forgive me or just, hey, I don't sense we're right and you know where are you is there anything i've done to offend you and you know in that moment uh hey i responded to the lord and sometimes like no nah, we're good but sometimes i like, you know thank you for coming to me and it was a god moment yeah why because i heard that's him okay. but then i responded, responded and reacted. Yep. or what if god was leading me to give a gift mm-hmm. oh thanks for talking to me about giving <laughs> i'm not going to do anything about it yeah. and god says well maybe i won't talk to you anymore i don't know yeah. you know it's just he, that's not his heart but um so yeah, so I think obedience in the next step is key so to good. really fulfilling that encounter um, as God yeah. speaks to you. That's good,
0: so, yeah, because He encounters us with a purpose. Yeah, and He yeah, has yeah. a plan.
2: I love yeah, that. Is, yeah, and, and so, the, the last thing in all this I'd want to say, uh, and then we got to wrap up, is is I kind of talked about my morning routine of encounter, and we've kind of hit on it. You know, it's it's based on you. Some people encounter God when they're walking on the beach. Some people most fully enc- I, I, I encounter God when I'm listening to worship music. Yeah. Uh, some people really encounter God when they're when they're serving and they and they get their hands on. Um, some people do it in in relationship with other people as they're ministering to them, you know, loving on them, sharing deeply, and being there at a time of crisis or whatever it may be. Um, you know, and and actually, we can all encounter God in all those ways. But typically some of us find, man, I really meet mm-hmm. God. Like I meet God in the mountains big yeah. time. Yeah. Um, you know, when I'm there. He just reveals himself in nature. So I, I think, um, if sitting and having a quiet time for an hour is not great for you, I think we all need to learn how to get in the word and pray. Mm-hmm. Yes. But find those ways where God shows up in your life. Um And if it doesn't look
0: pretty and you're sad or you're in a season of just discouragement or depression, it's okay. If your time with God doesn't look happy, you know, I think it's just being Mm -hmm. real of where you're at because God knows you're there. And so.
2: Totally. I think that's, we're going to talk about this probably more in 2020. I I just feel like there's a lot of people that are in hard seasons with a lot of disappointment Mm -hmm. and a lot of depression and, um, uh, certainly we don't want to throw shame spiritually to people that are struggling with those things i i think god wants to meet us in those things but sometimes it's just hard to feel his presence yeah, yeah. and my encouragement is don't don't give up continue to seek yes. but hey grace yeah. grace your heavenly father's not beating you up it's true um, so good just take the next best step you can it's
0: mm-hmm. good cool. Hey, David, thanks for jumping into this conversation, exploring it a little further. Uh, one of the things we do every week, which we didn't get to do with you the first week, is we always end with this question of what is your favorite thing right now? And this does not have to be spiritual <laughs> in any way, but just something in life. And I may even have an idea of what you're going to yeah, say because yeah. you know I've it. heard you talk about it. I know. But what is your favorite yeah. thing
2: right now? You know what? Uh, this is uh, such an easy question for me right <laughs> now. Um, I Recently at the Hurricane purchased a weighted blanket. A weighted? So like, is this a workout device or? No, it is a piece of heaven on earth. (laughs) It is a blanket that is 15 pounds. So it's got some light weights scattered throughout it evenly. And you get underneath it. And you have an encounter with God <laughs> <laughs> as you sleep. It, it is, just feels it is, amazing. It is like a hug from heaven. A in hug my book. from
1: heaven. That's amazing. The
2: weighted blanket. I'm telling
1: you. do you, you get? You talk weighted, weighted blankets. You can from
0: find
2: them. God. I saw them at CVS the other day. CVS. Front. Yep, they are. I'm. I'm actually they're one of my sponsors on today's show. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, no we get no revenue from um,
0: weightedblanket.com.
2: Honestly, y'all. And with this, I get in my bed at night. I think about it, and you lay down, and you're totally being supported by your bed. You know, it's holding all your weight. And I try to imagine it as, you know what, in a similar way, God's totally supporting me. And then I get under my weighted blanket and I I do, I mean, I just love it. I can't even describe (laughs) it. I know it sounds weird, but it's just like, but then I just snuggle up and as I go off to sleep, I just imagine God's holding me. God's holding me. He has the full weight of my life and I'm going to rest, sound, in. That's awesome. Uh, his arms. That's so, awesome. Um, get your weighted blanket. Get your weighted blanket.
0: Only a pastor God. can It'll, turn a weighted blanket into yeah. a story of God's relationship of with us.
1: You only <laughs> hide, so man.
2: That was Thank awesome. Thank you, Jesus. Yes.
1: Well, thank you so much again, David, for joining us. And hey, everyone listening, please share your feedback, your stories, your encounters with God and other comments on our social media or email us at podcast at sscommunitychurch.com. So we're about to wrap up. So thank you so much again for joining us. And we hope that you encounter God this week. We'll see you next week.
2: See ya. Peace out.